0: welcome into Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson, presented by We the Patriots USA. Thank you for watching us on the We the Patriots USA Rumble channel and Red Voice Media, and for listening on New Hampshire Family Radio, WLMW 90.7 FM, Manchester, New Hampshire, and anywhere you listen to your podcasts. If you'd like us on your station, email us at Taryn at USA.org. I am honored to bring to you today a special sit down interview with Pussycat Dolls, Jessica Sutta. She, you have seen her recently on the Epic Times come out and reveal her vaccine injury. She has a tragic story, but she is opening up like never before about what it has been like for her in Hollywood since the aftermath of all of this, if she's even going to continue on with the Pussycat Dolls or not, and what. Her relationship with Jesus has been like through all of this. And she also dives into motherhood. But I want to encourage you to stick around for after the interview because Jessica just sent me, um, you know, after we did this interview prior to it airing a video of her blood and her blood work. And it is shocking to see what her blood and someone who has a vaccine injury, what it looks like. So make sure to stick around for the end. Um, after the interview, we're gonna show this video that Jessica so graciously shared with us. She is on a mission to be a voice and give a voice to the vaccine injured. And we are also on a mission for that and to uncover the truth and to uncover really what's happening all around us here in the United States. So come fellowship with us at our upcoming national conference. June 2nd and 3rd in Boise, Idaho. We just recently announced that Charlie Kirk will be there helping to headline the event, as well as some other huge names that are going to be there. Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Ryan Cole, Steve Dace is going to have a showing of his new movie Nefarious uh, on Friday night. Connor Connor Boyack, the author of the Tuttle Twin series, he's going to be there and so much more. So this is, is an exciting fellowship opportunity to help um to help fundraise for our mission here at we the patriots usa to help people with their civil rights cases their medical rights their religious freedoms and so forth so i am very excited to dive into this special interview with jessica Sutta. where do we go from here because the battle has just begun as eyes open we continue to arm ourselves with the truth in all aspects of our lives asking questions and relentlessly searching for answers educating ourselves and forging a new path forward hear from real people faithfully pursuing freedom this is faithful freedom with taryn gregson presented by We the Patriots USA, a nonprofit 501 501c3 organization working to preserve and reclaim our God-given inalienable rights. Welcome into a special sit-down edition of Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson, presented by We the Patriots USA, sitting down today with Jessica Sutta of the Pussycat Dolls, who came out about a month or so ago, you know, just telling the whole world about what you've been through and the pain that you've experienced from the vaccine. You did so on the
1: Epic Times. What has it been like since then for you coming out and telling people about your injury? Oh, um, you know, it's been a big relief in a sense. And um, I achieved exactly what I wanted with that interview and is I got to speak to the injured. I got to let them know you're not alone and just give them, you know, just a peace of mind that, um, you know, hopefully we will heal but our voices matter and i think that's been the biggest problem with the vax injury is is that my voice has just been muted and smaller and smaller you know especially from doctors that i respect and love and so eager to please um it's just completely flipped and uh yeah so i I'm so happy to be at this conference because I'm actually in a room where people understand me and they're speaking to exactly what I'm feeling inside my body. And it's not like, you know, this crazy, put your tinfoil hat on conspiracy, you know? Uh, It's actually really happening. So just to have the the validation is so important and it's so good for the soul, you know? That fellowship is so important
0: with, Everyone, um, you know, going through this together as a, as a country and as a globe, going through all of the pandemic. And so then to have that community where you feel like you can talk about these issues, right. whether or not you've been injured or not, is huge. And then if you have, I mean, kind of talk a little bit about how isolated you felt prior to, to finding this community. Oh.
1: You know, it, it was... It still is very isolating because, you know, I live in Hollywood, and this is a very taboo thing to to even talk about. You are immediately a conspiracy theorist. You're immediately all anti-this. That's not the case at all uh, with me. And, um, yeah, it's disappointing, but I think no matter what facts and proof you provide for some people, they just cannot connect the dots. They cannot get, they can't understand it. And I think unless you're truly living it, that's the only way, you know, you really know, or if you have a friend or you've lost someone or, and I've known a lot of my girlfriends who've lost family members to the boosters, you know. um, Now in the back world, I see a lot of, you know, kids' lives. That's a, you know, as a new mother, that just, uh, I can't, I can't even think about it. Um, so, um, yeah, so I don't know. It's, it's just my absolute, like, reason on this planet is to heal this community, get the word out, and um, also selfishly heal myself. So it seems to be working a little bit. I mean, I'm having a pretty good day. I do need a nap after this, I think. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know you've graciously sat down with us after an entire uh, day's worth of conference here with the frontline critical care doctors. And um, so I know it's tell people what it's like, you know, a day like this at these conferences when you don't feel your best. What are you going through physically?
1: Well, physically, I'm just in. I'm in a lot of pain sitting. I, my my the culprit area of my pain is my right rib. That's where it went. This is where the muscle spasm started two years ago. It took six months to get out. And once I got that out, the neuropathy came. So yeah, I'll have waves of neuropathy. Um, I was doing good last week, but the plane, the flight, I guess the altitude kind of triggered my symptoms again. But I have to say... I am really nerding out because uh, I, you know, I, I, I love the science behind this and I actually love science. So not the science that America is said to follow. That's not the science, that's not, there's no hypothesis, there's no, you know. Um, so it's really neat to learn about everything and just like take it all in from all of these incredible, amazing doctors who actually care about their patient. Like one of the things they said was you have to care about your patient. You have to listen to your patient. I'm like, dang, I wish I could just take this to Kaiser Permanente and be like, hey, did you remember this? And this is why you became a doctor, you know? And I think it's just gone out the window. So being in rooms like this, I'm like, okay, I feel at home. I feel at ease. And I know that there's a solution for the hell that I've been going through. So.
0: For those that are watching that maybe have had an injury, whether it's similar to yours or or slightly different, what are some things that you've learned along the way here to help
1: with it? Um, Natacaness is one of the most amazing products. I I take that every single day religiously. Um, Vitamin D is very important. Uh, Fasting, intermittent fasting has really helped, um, really helped me. Uh, diet change, which I'm not the greatest at because I love fried chicken, I love a french fry, Coca-Cola I mean, sugar, you know, so I've really had to change, you know my diet, luckily I don't drink anymore so that would have been a very big issue because that actually causes more neuropathy if you do drink, so yeah, I think it's just about really, really taking care of yourself in every way possible, putting your health you know, as your priority, unless you have kids, your kids are the priority, and then your health it's close second.
0: <laughs> I know. But, you know. You and I were talking a little bit before this interview how we both have a soon-to-be three-year-old, um, and so we had twenty-twenty COVID babies.
1: Couple of babies. Yeah. yeah. And I was scared to death my whole pregnancy. <laughs> yeah. What was that like? In LA, it was like a nightmare. you go for a walk and you have to wear a mask. So I'm pregnant. Like, and I was big, and he's a big boy. I'm like, I can't breathe. So I just, I just stayed home. I didn't do very much during my pregnancy. I was just scared. Because of all the fear-based things that were in our media and all of these, you know. But, you know, the scariest thing about my pregnancy was my OB wanted me to get the vaccine while I was pregnant. And I was like, I don't know, 32 weeks or whatever. I mean, it was like towards the end. I was going to say, that's right at the end. It was right at the end. And she was like, hey, you know, they, they uh, they, um, they become immune to COVID and it's great. Meanwhile, she's, like, collecting money for giving these vaccines, right? So, you know, like I said earlier, I'm eager to please my doctor. They're doctors. They're smarter than me, right? I was like, oh, think about it. And when I went home, my husband's like, no way, you know? So I didn't. Um, They got... But you know, it's crazy that they were just were just money to them. It didn't matter that the it wasn't effective. It didn't matter that it wasn't safe. It didn't matter. It was like it's such a selfish situation or a metal community where they're just stuffing their pockets, no matter what happens. It doesn't matter. I don't care. You know, that's really really evil.
0: And now that we have seen the Pfizer data no. from these clinical trials, they knew they knew before they told you or I. Or right. I was a little bit earlier, so before they told you to get the shot, they knew from those clinical trials what it did to pregnancies. And what has it been like for you becoming a mom prior to the shot? What was that like for you, you know, being in Hollywood and then yeah. having that life
1: change? Oh, yeah. It, it was like night and day. My life completely transformed. and. You know, as much as I love my career and I loved being a pussycat doll, it's just, uh, I'm the mom now. It's I just can't do it. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't shame, I'm not trying to mom shame, but for me, I don't know. I've become more conservative all of a sudden. Like, it's very bizarre for me. Um, and I, I've done something that's very rare in Hollywood, and it's called Grow Up. So I've grown up which is a, you know, you're not supposed to age or grow up in Hollywood. So I don't know. I don't know how well I'll be doing there anymore.
0: (laughs) Well, it seems like God has maybe put you
1: um, on a different path for sure anyway. Yeah. Being a mother was, is the most amazing, incredible gift. And, you know, I used to chase fame. I would chase love. It was just always constant, constant. It's just always like that. But when I met my son. I was like, okay, this is the love and the the dream I've oh, I've been chasing. It's him. Here he is. Perfect. Now I can just relax and raise him. And I love that. I love to be able to be home to raise him. I think that's a wonderful message to women
0: out there and, you know, both of us We, you know, you being in Hollywood, myself being in broadcast journalism, wanting to chase those goals, and then finding out that there's something way better out there.
1: Way better, and no one can. People can describe the love, but until you really experience it yourself, and someone's more important than yourself, you know what I mean. Like your kid is—it's everything to you. It transforms you in a way. It was the biggest spiritual awakening of my life. And then when this you know, vaccine injury, it really deepened my spirituality and brought me closer to God and, and reading the Bible and things I would never ever do. And I'm here now doing it. Jesus is my savior. <laughs> like I'm, I've, you know, I've, I've been barely apprehensive being in Hollywood with religion, you know? Um, but I do believe that Jesus Christ loves everyone and, and God exists. So yeah, that's where I live nowadays. That's a great place to to be. Amen. Did you come closer with Christ after all of this? Did you have your come to Jesus moment? I did. I did because I do believe in the Holy Spirit. And um, I'm also sober. So, you know, I was in AA. So we learned the program. They kind of push the Bible in there. They sneak it in there. You know what I mean? So there's a program and then there's the Holy Spirit when you find your spiritual awakening. And I kind of had that. But with this experience, it, it, feel, it really did feel like I was going to die. So I was really looking for, to seek comfort and prayer. And yeah, the Bible has is, is truly, truly helped me. Since you have stepped out, and I'm sure you've gotten reactions, obviously,
0: on both sides. Mm-hmm. But focusing, we all know what the negative sides of it are. But yeah. focusing on the positive side, has it given you any sort of clarity in
1: what God is wanting you to do through this? absolutely Um, and it's shown me what's the most important in life and that's family and that's your kid or that's your health Um, uh, yeah Hollywood just it's just not it for me anymore it just doesn't uh, its not appealing it's it's become maybe it was always weird but it's really weird now so (laughs) I'm gonna take a little break and uh, raise my son, and you know, um, but I, I still I love to entertain so much. So I mean, I'm probably I'll probably do something behind the scenes, you know. But um, I don't know. I think I'm retired in that sense. Yeah.
0: Maybe you can um, help those in Hollywood that haven't felt like they can speak about it. Maybe yeah. if they don't come out publicly, you can still be a, a resource for
1: them behind closed doors. I have been. I've had a lot of people reach out to me since my interview with you on. Um, Epoch? How do you say it? Epoch? I, epo- is it Epoch? I think I, it is. I've been is. saying it completely wrong. I'm like, I, I say it epic. multiple times. Someone, someone's saying epic. Yeah. I'm like, oh, God, I said it wrong on a show. <laughs> well, anyway, um, so, yeah, it, it's it's interesting. But, you know, it, like I said, it's taboo. And, and until we can break through that, that taboo nature of this, I, you know, once that's broken through, I feel like we're going to be able to heal and help a lot of people and open up the fellowship that is the most important, I think, within the VAX injury. So... Community. Yeah.
0: And as we wrap up, how does it make you feel to get those behind closed doors? I know that, you know, I had a, many golfers reach out to me after I was let go and tell me that they stand with me and they agree with me, but they can't say anything publicly. Right. When people say that to you, what sort of feelings does that bring
1: I mean I understand. Yeah. I don't take I don't take anything personal anymore. Oh, I mean, you know, I used to but now I'm just like all right, whatever. But um, yeah, it's it's really interesting cuz it's like ugh, sometimes it makes me a little upset, but I fully understand people have to pay their bills. They have to, you know. And until this actually really happens to you, you don't understand it. You know what I mean? Or if you know information and why you don't want to do, take the shot, like, you know, some of these people just don't want to see it. It's too much to comprehend. Yeah, it is. Well, any
0: final thoughts that you that you have for the injured out there? Any anything that you want to say to them?
1: I just want to say don't give up. And um, please reach out to react19.org. Um, They've been like the most incredible humans, the most incredible charity I've ever, ever been a part of. Um, They just allow so much safety and comfort within the community and you can just kind of pour your heart out. And I think it's important. Don't isolate you know it's a very isolating disease like reach out make the community go into those group chats though where you can really like express yourself and you know find new techniques and ways to get better because every body is different so other treatments won't work for some or whatever so it's like trial and error unfortunately absolutely but stick with it and you know a lot of people you know taking their life over this and I, i fully understand the feeling um but don't give up it's and pray 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 cuz this it, this too shall pass i know it so
0: well, thank you for those words of encouragement and thank you for everything we're having. We the Patriots USA is having our national conference out in Boise cool. on June 2nd and 3rd. So Fair we've got to get you to tell I, everyone we talk to is like finally an event out in the, yeah. the Northwest for us. Um, so we got to well, get you. And, I've
1: never been. So yeah,
0: that would be great. We would yeah. get you there. Well, thank you. And you guys can check out new episodes of Faithful Freedom every Wednesday and Friday we so appreciate jessica and her time and her honesty and for getting together with us in person for that interview and before i show the video of her blood work um i also want to let you know that we're going to talk about some Pfizer data, that uh, the Pfizer data disproportionately affecting women. So this applies to Jessica, this applies to so many out there. Women have been disproportionately affected by all this, and it's not really making headlines. We see a lot and hear a lot about myocarditis in men and men and teens and young boys, but it is the women that have been adversely affected. So I'm going to show you some of that data here in just a moment. But Thank you, Jessica, for sending us this video. And I do want to put a disclaimer, just like Jessica does at the beginning of this. You are going to see her getting some blood work. You are going to see blood. So, um, just an FYI that that is upcoming here in this video. And here I'm going to play what Jessica showed us. All right. It's dark. Is
1: that what you said? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Usually, I notice that blood is much darker,
1: likely due to some hypercoagulation that might be going on. Different thing for
0: you. See these? These are these are cholesterol plaques you have in your blood. Okay, Liquids inside your blood.
1: That's disgusting.
0: Yes, these are plaques.
1: Plaques. Yep. I'm going to die. That's so moving insane. in there. Why is it for that? What do I have to So that's in your blood so stream. Uh-uh. Wow. That's. gross. That's good. That's good. Nice. Not got to know. I do.
0: So big thank you for Jessica. And if you were listening to us on our radio stations or on uh, Spotify, Apple, you didn't see that video, I encourage you to go to Jessica's social media page. She says she's going to be posting that soon, upcoming. And of course, you can watch us on Rumble or Red Voice Media to see this. And I'm going to walk you, I'm going to show it one more time, but I'm going to talk to you about what you're seeing on the screen because Jessica... She sent me some more information as um, after this video that she sent me. She said she wanted to make a note that the yeah. string is a because cholesterol a lipid particle and that promotes blood clots. Jessica went on to tell I me that with her clotting blood issue blood due blood. to her inju- injury, this is very dangerous as this is why I, Jessica, have so much pain in my spine and entire body. And, you know, during the interview, you may and have serious, seen he's Jessica kind of um, quin- cringe a little bit, yes, and um, you could tell blood. that she was in pain at different points in our interview. My blocks? heart just goes blocks? out to her, and um, she is so, so brave to, to show us this video and to show so the, this blood brain. clotting, and the doctor, the, the person administering the the blood draw here even says that it's very dark color, the blood as well. And it's just so important. And Jessica says in this final, uh, screen, it says, you wonder why I spoke up. This is real people, including myself are suffering. So you just hear the sincerity and, um, she truly is a sweet person and she just wants to help people and she wants to give him a voice, just like we're trying to do here on Faithful Freedom, presented by We the Patriots USA, just like we're trying to do in our special OBGYN Speaks uh, panel discussions that we've had. You can go back and watch on We the WeThePatriotsUSA.org. We're trying to show people this data and talk about what we're seeing in women because uh, these these court ordered Pfizer documents that I have been going through that shows the cumulative data of what happened through the first year of rollout. And it's dated February 28, 2021. So that's the first year of rollout. This is the cumulative analysis of uh, the Pfizer data where they they followed uh, 42,000 people in this study. And again, this is just uh, the tip of the iceberg. This is just what they Followed. This is not all of the adverse effects. This is not from VAERS. This is not. Um, this is just what Pfizer looked at um, themselves of forty-two thousand cases. 29,914 women experienced adverse effects to just 9,182 men. That is a huge difference. Women are being disproportionately affected by this shot. And you see that they don't have the data on the genders of 2,990 people. But even if even if we put all of those in the male category, that still would not even rival the amount of women that experienced adverse effects that Pfizer followed in this first year rollout. And again, this is not everyone. This is just the select 42,000 that Pfizer followed. And then they try to hide pregnancy data. If you go on to page 12 of Pfizer 5.3.6, go on Google, Google it yourself. I got the, you know, I found this by just looking it up myself. The public needs to go out there and see it with their own eyes. You see how they're hiding the data. You see right here, it says that they followed 270 mother cases. But then if you see where it's highlighted in red there, in their report, they, all, they don't know the outcome for 238 of those. So that means that they only followed the results of 32 of the pregnancies. And of those 32 pregnancies that they know the results of, 28 of them had a miscarriage, a neonatal death, or a uh, fetal demise. So tw- 28 of the 32 resulted in a dead baby, um, just to put it bluntly. That's what happened. And so, you know, showing you again the disproportionately affected women in this study. If you're watching us on Rumble, if you're watching us on Red Voice Media, you're seeing the Pfizer document right here in front of you. I'm showing it to you. Um, You know, Jessica, one of those people, one of those women disproportionately affected by this. We know so many women that you talk to that hear. They've had menstrual issues, they feel foggy, they don't feel the same since they've had these shots, and we are here to track down this data and to show it to you guys so you can educate yourselves, you can be armed with the truth, and um, you can go forth and be a light to others, and hopefully then we can also find solutions for those that have been affected and solutions for those like Jessica for those like maybe your mother, your sister, your friend—that's a—that's a woman that you know that has been experiencing this. So it's important that we continue to try and to expose the truth, and we continue to fellowship with one another and rely on one another to get through all of this. Um, because you know God has a plan, and um, His plan is better than ours. But fellowshipping is so important. So I'm going to remind you one more time to go check out uh, wethepatriotsusa.org right there on the homepage. Check out our national conference coming up June 2nd and 3rd in Boise, Idaho. When I was telling Jessica about this, she was so excited because she's like, we always have these types of events in Florida or Texas, but she's still in LA. And she's like, we never have anything in the Northwest in this part of the country. So thank you for for coming and and having this fellowship event. We just announced Charlie Kirk is going to be there. Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Ryan Cole, Steve Dace, Dr. Brian Hooker, uh, Dr. James Lyons-Wheeler. The list goes on and on. So I cannot wait to see all of you out there. And I am just so grateful to Jessica for coming on and sharing her experience and sharing what it's been like since she um, revealed that she had this vaccine injury about a month ago. On the epic times and if you enjoyed this or any of our other episodes we ask that you prayerfully consider giving at wethepatriotsusa.org to continue not only powering this podcast but also all of the different civil rights cases that they have ongoing whether it has to do with the mandates or um with care that was withheld from people uh during the pandemic um religious freedom cases, parental rights cases, CRT uh, cases, religious freedom cases. We have so much, and you guys can all say some prayers for me as we continue to go through the process here in the state of Florida with my civil rights case, hopefully setting precedents um, for the future so people cannot be discriminated against um, for their medical decisions, for their religious decisions, and so on. So thank you so much for joining us this week on Faithful Freedom.